Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So I walked out and Kendrick just pulled up. I, I've met him before, so he wasn't a stranger to who I was or nothing. So he was like, yo, Kyle's what up? Like, what you working on in there? And I was like, oh, shit, like... Um, I'm in room B, whatever room it was. I'm, like, I'm in room B, working on the album, bro. I would love for you to uh, to hear some shit. And he was like, all right, bet. Um, but I didn't think he was going to pull up. That's why I love music, too. It's like it, it started off as like a hobby and like me just having fun with it to to it being like a diary for me and, and, and a way to vent. You know what I mean? Just a way to get shit off my chest. And it's therapeutic, you know? It's good. I think I I, I I like pressure, man. I think I thrive in pressure, man. And and in, in uncomfortable situations, is this that's how like my life has been uh, before music. So I think um, it just translates over to, to me being an artist, and I learn my lessons. I take them to the chin, and I, I I adjust, and I and I and I make I make adjustments. You know what I mean? So. I mean, I'm hard on myself, but you know, looking back, I, I look back and I'm like, man, that is that's that's crazy, and I got to be proud of I got to be proud of that. And um, I usually, you know, because I'm always working for a higher goal, and sometimes I don't smell the flowers, and I, I got to sometimes I got to soak in that and, and realize what I have done. I know I got a long way to go still, but I appreciate that. I appreciate the words, bro. Just typical, but like you know, in the hood where I grew up at, we ain't got too many outlets either. It's real life. It's like either gangbanging where I'm from or you playing basketball or, you know, you end up, you try to try the school thing or, you, you know, most people want to do music. Um, unfortunately, a lot of people don't make it. It's the Hip Hop Raise Me podcast this week with my guy Cos. How you doing, man? I'm great, bro. Okay, good playing. How you feeling? I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm good. Look, this is our first time connecting, so I know our teams have been trying to make it happen for a minute, so it's dope to be able to finally talk to you, you know? It's like, it's Hell to connect. Yeah. Hell yeah, bro. Hell yeah. I, I, yeah, they've been telling me for a while, so finally made it happen. <laughs> well, <laughs> well let, let's get started. Like, like, let's take it back. Let's take it back to the beginning. Like, how did you first, what was the first rap record you heard? Oh, the first rap record I heard? Ooh, that's going to be... You know what? I, I don't know the first one, but if I were to guess, my mom used to always play, like, Biggie um, in the car. Um, But I can't say that's the first rap record I heard. I don't know. But I'm going I'm to just right. guess Biggie, a Biggie, a right. Biggie joint. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. What made the biggest impression on you? Like, what, who, which rapper or rap group was it that that really, like, you know, influenced you or you know, had an impact on you? I think a few. Um, in different stages of my life, I 
I had different artists that uh, I was connecting with. Um, Eminem was a big one I connected with. Um, like I said, Biggie, Pac, uh, the two obvious. Um, Bone Thugs and Harmony. Um, and also I went through a phase of like studying Cassidy. Um, that's why like I wanted to bar up the bars. I used to just study Cassidy and watch Cassidy uh, freestyle. Uh, on YouTube and shit like that, and then um, also Lil Wayne as well. Right, Lil Wayne, right, right. big, yeah, big impact on me. Do you prefer Cassidy the artist or Cassidy the the battle rapper? I, I like the battle raps. That's, you right. know, I, did, I, I also uh, there's a few songs I did love, um, but I was just I was in it for more of his his just bars and killing killing people off. Um, yeah. All right. Hell yeah. I, I love the fact he's still doing it. He's still, he's still on. He's still on standby to give out the smoke. Anyone wants? He's still to. active. He's still active. <laughs> <laughs> he's definitely still active. He, uh, he even did that like long, like seven minute diss to Tory Lanes, and I listened yeah. to that. It was pretty. You know, he's still he's still out here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Giving people these bars. <laughs> so, so who actually inspired you to write? Who inspired you to pick up the pen yourself? Um, to be honest, it was a it was a homie. Uh, rest in peace, um, my my boy Chris Martin. He I met him when I was like 15, 16, and he told me he rapped. And you know, you hear that from a kid. You know, you kind of like, yeah, okay, buddy, like whatever. Um, but when he rapped to me, I was like, man, like this dude is actually really, really good. So me being the competitor, I am. I was like, shit, like, I'm about to try it too, but if you could do it, I could do it. So I remember, and I always, always had the love for music already, so, mm. you know, it was, it was, you know, so I remember I went home that night, um, and it was a couple of us, we were supposed to come back the next day to school with a verse, a verse written to a beat, and I was the only one that came, me and Chris was the only ones that came back with one. Um, so that's how I started, and then I just kept, right. I just kept doing it, yeah, I just kept doing it consistently, and, and fell in love with it like that, yeah. What was the point where you were like, you know what, I can make a career out of this? Um, um, no cocky shit. I, I knew it from like, when I turned like 17, 16, 17, I was like, in my head, I was like, man, I'm better than a lot of these guys out here that, that do this professionally. I was like, I, I was like, I know I can do this shit. Um, obviously I was pretty good for that age and, 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 and I was good to an extent, uh, what am I trying to say? I was good for just starting, you know what I mean? Right. Obviously I, I had a lot more growing to do, um, but I always believed that I could I could actually do it professionally, but like I knew it, knew it, like when I turned 19 and I made like my first like real records, like Dreams and all those, and I was like, oh yeah, like this, this gonna work. <clears throat> so yeah, I'll say like 18. How, how, what was the point where you, you and Cole crossed paths? Like, how did that happen? Uh, um, well, I dropped uh, Dreams, a song called Dreams. It's the first song I, I put out. And I know in the outside world, it looks like, damn, like, this is the first song you put out. I made a lot of songs prior. I just never put them out. I didn't feel comfortable putting them out because it wasn't good enough to me yet. But Dreams was the first one I put out. And it was, you know, it was really good. And it was different. It was like the boom bap rap that nobody was really doing. The game was going in a different way. And um, before I actually met with Cole, I met with like a lot of other labels and artists. Um, long story short, though, um, along that journey of meeting with different labels and people, 
I met this guy, actually my old manager, his name is Matt. He went to school with Cole and he was just like, man, like you want me to, you want me to send this to Cole? Like the, the record? I was like, hell yeah. So I guess Cole heard it. And then he was just like, he invited me over to, um, he was working on Forest Hills Drive and he was working in LA. Um, so he invited me to the house he was staying at. And yeah, from there we just chopped it up. I played him some music and it just made sense. And we just kept going from there. And that's on the back of the one joint dreams. Yeah, yeah. That and also like um when I got there and he heard the other shit that I had that I wasn't right. released yet, that's what really sold him. Like he heard dreams, he was like wanted to meet me, wanted to, you know what I'm saying, tell me how much he loved the song. And when he when I played him like the other joints on the cause and effect project, he was just like, Yeah, bro, like I wanna, you know, I wanna work. So it was good to have that quality control, right? From when you were saying that you didn't put anything else out because you weren't happy with it. It's like that, that paid off, mm -hmm. right? Paid off like I'm, yeah, hell yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> it, it got its pros and cons because um, when you do that, people automatically kind of think you know what you're doing, what you're doing. And like when I, when I first got signed, I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. You know what I mean? I was still very, very new to making music. So um the the thing was i had to grow as an artist in front of the world or in front of like you know what i'm saying i didn't get to do that um like most people like do that before they get signed they build up they have a couple mixtapes they have a couple of you know what i mean and they figure out the mistakes and stuff and i had to do that after i was signed but um is that good or yeah, bad? um it's good i think I, I i i like pressure man i think i thrive in pressure man and in, in uncomfortable situations is this that's how like my life has been uh, before music so i think um it just translates over to to me being an artist and i learn my lessons i take them to the chin and I, I i adjust and i and i and i make i make adjustments you know what i mean so um it could be bad it could it could have been bad but you know <laughs> <laughs> we handled it and hey, let's take you back to the second project that you put out um affected it's very very dope yo thank you and and then i want to focus on the zendaya track um cole said on lonely nights the mic will be your friend you tell it all your secrets that exist deep within is that mm -hmm. is that true yes and no <laughs> um, yeah. That's a crazy no. it's a crazy concept like i was like it is yeah no because it, it is true because i i do I'm very honest on the mic. I might say some shit on the mic you might not even know about me, but it might not come out. You know what I mean? So right. it's like, yeah, I, I tell the mic all my shit, but if it's too secretive or too, I'm like, ah, you know what? This, <laughs> this, this song is for me and my people, and that's it. Right. But right. very true, man. That's that's why I love music too. It's like it, it it started off as like a hobby and like me just having fun with it to to for to it being like a diary for me and and, and a way to vent. Um, mm. you know what I mean? Just a way to get shit off my chest and, and it's therapeutic, you know? Um, so yeah, hell yeah. Shout out to the mic. <laughs> <laughs> it's my friend as well. <laughs> I see. Keep him close. <laughs> and, and then on the same track, you said music is my soul and food. I guess it only saves the chosen few. Like that's mm. it's crazy. It's, it's crazy, like, you and Cole saying all of these things on the same track, but, like, how do you mean by it only saves the chosen few, like, from your perspective? Because, um, like, 
a lot of people want to do music, man. There's thousands and thousands of artists out here. Um, and, you know, uh, not to be all like typical and, 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 you know, what's the word? Just, just typical, but like, you know, in the hood where I grew up at, we ain't got too many outlets either. It's real life. It's like either gang banging where I'm from or you playing basketball or, you know, you end up, you try to try the school thing or, you, you know, most people want to do music. Um, unfortunately, a lot of people don't make it, um, in, in this shit, you know? Mm. And even when you do get signed, that don't, that's don't guarantee a good career either. Don't, they don't guarantee a lasting career. So, uh, you know, it, music saved my life because I, I I don't know where the fuck I would've been doing or where I would where I would have been if I wasn't making music. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, the chosen few. That's crazy. I mean, um, I mean, bro, you've done it. I mean, where did you grow up? Which area? I grew up in South Central. Okay. L.A. South Central you, L.A. Yo, bro, you you've done it against all odds. Incredible. Right. You know, if you if if you. You know, if you came from somewhere in the Midwest or if you came from North Carolina or South Carolina, it's like, but, you know, in the West Coast, South Central and everything, and it's like, you know, and you, you put out one track, oh, you, there's something in that. Yeah. That ain't uh, luck. Yeah, it is. I I never tend to pat myself on the back. I mean, I'm hard on myself, but, you know, looking back, I, I look back and I'm like, man, that is. Um, that's that's crazy, and I got to be proud. Of, I got to be proud of that. And um, I usually, just, you know, because I'm always working for a higher goal, and sometimes I don't smell the flowers, and I, I got to sometimes I got to soak in that and, and realize what, you know, what I what I have done. I know I got a long way to go still, but um, I appreciate that. I appreciate the words, bro. No, but that that's that's real talk. That's some destiny. It was written shit. That's the that's the meaning of that. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah. But like, yo, keeping it unaffected, like, bro, you got two goats on your second project. You got J. Cole and Kendrick. That doesn't... <laughs> I, I don't know how many people have done that. Normally, I'm like, I'm a fiend with the, the information and the research. Off the top of my head, I, I don't know anyone else who's done that apart from Cole and Kendrick with their own projects or whatever. It's like, you know, it's... it's. But that that's, that's crazy. And it's like, on the joint Hustler story, Kendrick versus... Oh, you got a gold. Like, how did that happen? Um, so at that time when I made that record, there was because uh, you know um, I'm with Interscope and TDE also is with Interscope, and Interscope used to have this uh, studio across the street from the building, and uh, that all the artists would work out of sometimes. And uh, I was about to say, okay, so yeah, I walked out my car. I was in the studio. I was like, damn, I left my, um, I needed something. And I, I thought I left it in the car and I really didn't. It was actually in the studio. So I walked out and Kendrick just pulled up. And um, I, I've met him before. So he wasn't a stranger to who I was or nothing. So he was like, yo, Kyle's what up? Like, what you working on in there? And I was like, oh, shit, like, um, I'm in room B, whatever room it was. I'm like, I'm in room B, working on the album, bro. I would love for you to, uh, to hear some shit. And he was like, all right, bet. Um, but I didn't think he was going to pull up. But um, like 20 minutes later, uh, he just walks in and uh, I was like, hell yeah, cool. So he wanted to hear some shit and I knew he would love Hustler Story. So I was like, I'm going to play Hustler Story for him. And then uh, I played it. And then after it was done, he was like, man, like, you got room? You got room for me to get on that? I was like, do I got room? 
I love this is your song now. Do what you want to do. Bro. Like, you ain't gotta ask me. Right. So yeah. So he knocked it. He knocked out his the the hook and everything in about thirty minutes, probably less. Wow. Um. Yeah. So that was amazing. That shit. I was geeked up, man. It was a. It was a. I'm a true fan of Kendrick. Like I was a true mm-hmm. fan before I got. You know what I'm saying? I was listening to him in high school. So that was a that was a wild moment for me. For sure. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Do you ever wonder how celebrities order food? Like, is Sarah Paulson a Diet Coke or a regular Coke girlie? <laughs> Some peasant Coke? No. Or how does Sofia Vergara order a pizza? No, nothing. No tomatoes. I cannot eat tomatoes. tomatoes? Yes. Are you killed mushrooms? Not really. Okay. <laughs> if these are the details you need, and I know you do, I have the podcast for you. I'm Jesse Tyler Ferguson, and on my podcast, Dinners on Me, I take some notable friends of mine out to dinners in Los Angeles and New York City. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. That thing was delicious. What he did on that track? It's like I said, that that wasn't a feature. You know, it's more than a feature. That wasn't just like, all right, let me do the 16 and da-da-da-da-da. Yo, you got the gold. Like, you you know what I'm saying? You, you, you mm-hmm. find the cold with that one. He, he, he gave you some very, very dope bars. The flow's crazy. Like, mm-hmm. were you there when he did that? Yeah, I was there for the, I was there for the whole thing. He sat down. He, he sat down and just had the beat play. I think he sat down for like 20, 30 minutes, was writing his phone, and then he just went and recorded it. And I was like, fucking, and that shit was tight. I ain't with nobody talking. I was like, let him write. Everybody shut up. Quit talking. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, so it was was amazing to watch, too. It was like a learning experience for me, too, to see how he get down. Um, Because every artist got their own own way of recording and and doing shit. Mm -hmm. So it was dope to see that. Yeah. I love the new joint. Fortunate joint. Oh, thank you, bro. It's dope. Thank you. It's dope. So, yeah, man. Long time coming. So, you know, you say in that joint, you're surprised you're alive. It's mm-hmm. kind of crazy, man. That's like, it's real talk, but it's kind of too real. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah. Like, what is is that? Is that how you feel? Is that is that like things that you've seen and stuff? Oh yeah, 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 for sure. Um, I mean, for one, it's like metaphoric for like where I came from, and I could have went in so many different directions. And two, I, I have been in in near death uh, situations. Um, like when I say uh, at eighteen, dude was trying to stab me, got into a fight, whatever. Dude was trying to stab me, swinging at my neck. So that's why I said, uh, just one that knife out at my neck. Lord knows I could be dead. Um, got away with that. Um, Car bag, got in a bad car accident. I was 18 as well, blacked out, drunk behind the wheel. And it's, I hit this park. I'm not proud of it, by the way. I got I got two damn DUIs, but I learned my lesson. But um, <laughs> do not drink and drive, kids. Don't do it. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, you know, I almost hit it. I could have ran. If the car wasn't parked there, I would have ran straight into this, like, brick house. 
um, got out of that. And then my arm situation. Um, I don't know if you see, I probably can't see it. You got all these tattoos and shit, big ass scars right. all around my thing. Uh, it was bad, really bad. I went through this, uh, I got into it with family and shit and shit went too far. And, and the shit looked like bullet wounds. It looked like a tiger bit through my arm. I had to rush to the hospital, um, all type of shit. So just like, like situations like that, like just so many mm -hmm. moments of like, damn, like that could have been, that was a close one or, or whatever the case may have been, may have been. Um, and just me being, it just reminds me to, to, to realize that I'm fortunate just to be here and, and to, and, and to breathe and to do what I want to do as far as like making music and shit. So, and just for the little things, man, you know, I could see, I could walk, I'm healthy. You know what I mean? So yeah, that's where I came from. How, how was it for you? Like with the whole pandemic and lockdown and everything else like that? Like, is it, are you good now? It's like, did it affect you in any way or anything? Uh, yeah, I think it affected everybody in a, in a sense. I think, well, for me, I ain't gonna lie. I kind of, I loved it. Um, in the beginning, cause yeah. I like being in the house, man. I'm actually I'm pretty, <laughs> I'm pretty introverted, bro. If I ain't got to go out, I, I'm cool with that. Um, so at first it was cool, then after a while you get the itch, and I'm like, man, I need to get, I need to do something. Um, just so there was that aspect of it. Then there was that aspect of obviously, like all my shows got canceled, uh, release dates got pushed back. All this shit was happening. So you know the, the, the money issue. I lost a lot of bread last year. Nobody likes that. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, same man, man. Killed me as well. Yeah. yeah. Killed yeah. me. I was like, meh. But um, so yeah, that aspect and and um but it also had some positive effects on me too, bro. Like just I started learning how to do more shit. I started painting and shit and like just finding ways to be more um productive uh, artistically. It was nothing else to do but to but to be in the studio. Um so I literally was recording every day, Monday through Friday. Um, so I have tons and tons of, of music ready to go. Um, so that was a great that was a great thing. And then also like um, even besides that, like you know, I took time to like start reading books and shit, and like um, just looking up how to do uh, things on YouTube. I started making like little full TikToks and shit, learning how to use that. You know, I just started like just challenging myself to learn new things during the pandemic. Um, negatively, obviously, like the bread, the, the, the money, you know, all the shows canceled and, and uh, no traveling and, you know, the shit put a stub on my, on my munskies, but, you know, we back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, as, bro, as a DJ, hurt me, man. It hurt me more than I realized, uh, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you a yeah. DJ for sure. Yeah, yeah. Definitely, definitely put a hold on shit. Yeah. So you know, I I always say it like I'm I'm eternally grateful. You know, I pre I'm thankful for everything that I do. Like in terms of DJing and the position that I'm in and everything else, I I do what I love doing. Like even yeah. doing this right now, I'm blessed to be able to even talk to you, do this as a podcast and everything, and get the detail and and you know what you're doing and what you're working on and everything. But, and and you you're a person that you know you you do things that are strategic that have paid off and you know be it like you know like you were saying about working with Kendrick or be it putting out the dreams track on that you, you know so what made you want to put out a fortunate joint right now at this moment in time because I haven't heard anybody else say that 
Like nobody, nobody in the rap game has done a joint like that right now. So that's why I was yeah. like, I was like, wow, this is dope. Like, it's right. Dope. I appreciate that. Um, I actually, you know, man, I always say God's timing, man, because this joint was supposed to come out like a while ago, to be honest. Um, to be honest, the first, the first draft of it was done in 2019. Wow. And, uh, yeah. Um, obviously I, 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 uh, added things to it and perfected it and, um, Cole wanted to add things to the beat. So the whole beat, not the whole beat changed because the beat still got the essence from what it was originally, but you know, him and T-Minus added their little spunk to it. Um, and things started just, things kept getting pushed back, just shit that was out of my power. And, uh, it just so happened to land at this time and, um, it's perfect because I was just even the mood of it is like mm -hmm. it feels like fall, um, and uh, yeah, it just fits. It just fits the mood to me, and uh, I think people need to hear shit like that. Like as far as just I've, like you said, I feel like it's a really different song. I, I try to compare it. I haven't heard a song like that before, um, so to me, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to get it out and also show what I can do as an artist because you know nobody's heard that side of me. Yeah, you feel me? Like the people around me obviously know because they're around me and they they hear the music I got. Um, but yeah, man, I think I think it came out the perfect time, my my birthday month, October. So <laughs> <laughs> it's just all line, it all lined up, man. It all lined up perfectly, right before the so right before the show today. So perfect timing, perfect timing. I mean, it's it's kind of like it's kind of like, and 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 this isn't a criticism; it's just by default. It's almost like mm. the most unhip hop track around because you know most hip hop is like it's braggy. It's I got this, I got that, and uh, that that MC isn't shit or this or da 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 da. I don't hear people saying I'm fortunate. You know, like mm -hmm. it's, it's it's very very refreshing to hear. It's very relatable. Cause I'm sure a lot of people mm. you know be able to like get something from that. Um, and for people who may not have checked the track yet. And are just listening right now. Could you describe the cover and and like break down the meaning behind that? Yeah, just um, it's kind of like Black Mother Mary. Um, just always, you know, I explain how like I, I've had all these experiences and all these like near death experiences and just trauma from all type of other shit, and I just always come out the other side. Like I feel like there's always been some watching me, God watching over me, whatever you want to call it. Um, so. You know, it's kind of like represents me. Even when I'm asleep, I know I got angels over me. I got somebody watching over me and making sure I'm straight. Um, so that was my perspective. And I also, well, art, I love letting people have their own perspective on it too. It was funny. I saw a comment today and he was like, oh, this looks demonic. And I'm like, how does that look? <laughs> I'm like, demonic, Mother Mary? But okay. You know, if that's what you think. But no, nah, yeah, that's that's where I was coming from with it, so. Mm -hmm. I, I don't think it's demonic, but I do think it adds another layer to the meaning of the track, you know? Yes. Yeah. Um, and it's it's almost like, it's like the sober in reality, right? It's like, you know, mm -hmm. it's, it's, you know, we're all lucky to be here, you know? Right. I agree. So, I agree. At first, I was a little, like, because I don't like playing with death. Like, I don't like playing with shit like that. Like, I would never do a video of me, like, in a coffin. Cause I just feel like that's putting that energy out there. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I just don't, I don't like playing around with that shit. 
at first I was I was debating about the cover because of that because it kind of looked like it almost looked like I was like you know so I, I, I <laughs> but from my interpretation I was like fuck it I know what I mean by this and um, so came to peace with it came to peace with it. I, th- I think I think it's dope. Like it's, yeah. it's classic artwork for me. I, what I took from it was it's it's like you're being saved. You know, I saw it as a positive. Yeah, yeah. Me, that's exactly what. That's exactly what I, where, I, where my head was at. Um, but you know, like I said, you know, artists artists to be interpreted in, interpreted by the consumer. But mm. but yeah, that's where I was coming from. Okay. For sure. So so you're working with J Cole. What is, what is, what is the, what is the one lesson that you taught from him, or the one bit of advice, or the one process that you've seen him doing where you've like, you took it on board and applied it to yourself? Um, I think the main thing is just like he, just works, like he ain't, like he ain't got shit, and um, <clears throat> that's just inspiring to see, uh, because like. He could he he ain't gotta work how hard he does. Like he really he really works hard and loves his shit. Uh, and takes his sweet time with it and, and has, he has like a set literal a literal set schedule um for work. And um so yeah, I was just say the work ethic, man. Just stay hungry. Stay hungry. He always preaches that, stay hungry. Don't let right. that don't let that thing that don't let that spark go away. Right. Once it goes away, you might not get that back. So um so yeah, I think I, that's what I take away a lot from him. Hmm. What what's what's your what's your view on on like where the rap game is at right now? Because you've seen different eras, and it's like you said when you did the Dreams track, you was coming with a different sound to what was going on at that moment in time. But but right now it's like what what's your perspective given that we're you know we come out of lockdown. There's there's a lot of big albums that have come out this year. But what what's your take on where the music's at right now? Is there anything that you're feeling or? Yeah, uh, I, I, obviously a lot of it um, does start. It, it sound a lot of it sound the same, um, you know. But I also do like a lot of the music that's uh, I do. I really do. Um, so I think it's in a good place, you know. And, and music is always changing, evolving. Hip hop is always changing and evolving. So um, and you know. I don't know. We got our pioneers, man. We got people that that uh, are changing. Like even Baby King. Like um, I, I was listening to his new album, and it might not be for everybody, but it's different. You know what I mean? It don't sound like exactly like everything else. The way he does his flows, his voice, all that. And like you said, like when you're original and you do your own thing, everybody might not like it. But I respect originality overall. Um, so I think there's a lot of a lot of players in the game that's like that's that's doing that um and then there's also of course the the stuff that sounds the same but i like where it's at to, to answer the question I, I like where it's at yeah, <laughs> i'm gonna do yeah. me i'm gonna do me regardless i don't give a fuck what it should sound like i'm gonna do me and, <laughs> and uh, you know I, I i'm i'm big on originality i, I like the keem album i like what he did with it like lyrically and the way the beat switch and everything it's like he's he's done something different like i like that you know so it's dope i, I like that too yeah. yeah, I fuck with it. So what what's next for yourself? You got the fortunate joint out. It's it's dope. The video's dope. Like what what's what's what what have you got installed next? Um uh, keep dropping. I'm gonna let that marinate for a little bit, then I'm gonna hit him with some more music. Um 
I'm actually gonna drop a. Uh, I don't know, am I supposed to say this? I don't know if I'm gonna say this, but uh, <laughs> uh, I got shit coming. I, I, I got yeah. a lot more shit coming, man. So um, I'm not gonna do what I used to do. I used to like, cause in that in that era when I came in the game, uh, Cole and everybody would preach, so, "Oh yeah, uh, albums like make, make great albums and bodies of work," which I agree with. But also, you got to stay to stay relevant. You got to like put out content because. Mm-hmm. The attention, the attention span is so short nowadays. Shit, be here today, go tomorrow. Um, so you know, I plan on just being a lot more consistent. And like I said, I got so much music that's ready to go. Um, so it's just about the right planning and the right way to present it. And um, and yeah, so a lot more shit on the way. A lot more <laughs> shit. So I'm how, very excited. I'm... How you finding that? That how you finding that TikTok platform? Cause that's that's like it's different it's different for sure i you know i'm i'm i'm, I'm in between with it man like i like it it's you know i use it here and there i'm not, i still don't use it as much that much but um i don't want to force it either i don't want to start mm. doing like TikTok challenges and shit and yeah, like you know what i mean i just don't it's not me for me i, I but you know, I'm gonna play the game a little bit, but I'm just not gonna try. I ain't gonna like make that. Like I ain't trying. I ain't gonna make music for TikTok hits. You feel me? I ain't gonna try to make no TikTok hit. If a, if a motherfucker catch on TikTok, it just ha- it happened naturally. You feel me? I'm not gonna ever try to like, you know, go into that realm and then completely switch over to that realm. But I fuck with TikTok. It's funny as shit. It works. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Unaffected. Yeah. You had two goats on 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 one project. Like, you, you planning on doing the same thing for future projects? Is like you got anything in the vault? Like, is it, or is that, is that classified information? <laughs> All right, we'll, we'll see. we'll see. It's uh, we'll see. Cause like, <clears throat> like, I got a lot of songs that like, I left verses open for. You know, what I'm saying I just left them open just in case. You know, we'll see what happens. Like, I'm gonna just keep dropping this music. Dropped this little EP. Um, I got a feature on there. I ain't gonna say. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens. I got I got people in mind, and we'll see if we can make it happen. If it happens, it happens. If it don't, you know, figure it out. But yeah, you know, it's not it's not like a goal though. It's not a goal for me to like do that. That because like the way that happened on Affected was very natural as well. It wasn't like oh I want Kendrick and Cole on this album. It just happened naturally, and um, I want I wanted to. I want everything to happen the same way, just naturally, and not be forced and shit. Mm. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. All right. Well, look, listen, man. It's dope to connect. Um, hopefully, we'll see you in the UK soon. Like, and mm. you know, it's that touring life. I miss it, man. <laughs> I miss it, man. I miss it. It's been a while, but nah, it was definitely, definitely dope talking to you, bro. Uh, hopefully, I'm, I'm in the UK uh, uh, sooner than later. All right. For sure. All right, well, look, thank you and stay safe. You too, my brother. Appreciate it.